0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Dark Art Society Podcast. My name is Chet Zar. I'm your host. And today we have the amazing creature designer, illustrator, sculptor, David Mang. He's a super talented, great creature designer. I love his stuff and I've been wanting to have him on the podcast for a while now and we finally did it. So, had a great conversation with him. That's coming up next. What's been going on with me? You might be wondering. Well... Not much really uh same old i don't have anything new to report i cleaned my studio a little bit that's kind of exciting for me um uh, starting some sculpture stuff i'm still mainly just focusing on uh, getting my commissions done so nothing new to report getting stuff done that's good um that's pretty much it Uh, if you want to support the dark art society podcast you can join our patreon for as little as a dollar a month and that's at patreon.com dark art society it's greatly appreciated it's the only reason i can do this podcast is from the little money that we get through the patreon so if you enjoy it even if you can only do it for a short time or a month even every little bit helps so patreon.com dark art society if you join at the five dollar level you get a uh, 20% off coupon for Skull Shop, our sponsor, S K-U-L-L-S-H-O-P-P-E. There's one of their amazing skulls. My granddaughter broke the broke one of the teeth out here, but it doesn't matter. It still looks amazing. Um they're great and uh they support the Dark Art Society. And uh all if you if you join it at any level, you get your name right on the air too. So, let's do that. Let me see here. Uh, I don't know who I left off with. Heather 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 Gillies, I think maybe. Derek Moore, I think I said these ones last time, but I uh, that's okay. Um, uh, Natalie, thank you. Carly Rob, thank you. And Jen Chow, thank you so much really appreciate that if you want to support my work my personal artwork which is really my main focus in life you can go to my patreon which is patreon.com slash and i'm posting everything i work on pretty much every day every day i work i post pictures i post time lapses i do tutorials i do mentorships at the, at the higher levels i've got a collector's tier with a 20% discount off of everything I offer. And my patrons get all the all my releases before anybody else. And so that's why it's hard to get a study from me now or a new, uh, sometimes a, a new print or so, or new resin cast or something. It's because I, I um, release it to my patrons first. They get everything first. These are people willing to pay just um, a small amount of money every month so i consider them my my uh uh serious fans if you're willing to support me in that way uh i've got this going right now this medusa commission you can see in the background almost done with it and uh right now patreon has a a seven day free trial so you can try it out and um if you don't like it you can cancel it so you have nothing to lose so i would appreciate it if you could help out that would be awesome this is how i'm making you know a good part of my living now is from my patreon and the dark Art Society patreon and i can keep doing this podcast keep doing my art okay oh i also have a a, a new print i did release publicly called the medium you'll probably recognize it um that's on my uh, website, chetsar.bigcartel.com. I've got two variants of it. And, and uh, yeah, I guess that's it. I can't think of anything else. I keep I, Every time I do this intro, I, th- I feel like I'm missing something.
1: Hmm.
0: I feel like I'm forgetting. And then I forget. And then I leave something out. I guess that's it. Anyway, let's get on with this great interview. It's super, super great. Uh... David Meng's got a, a Patreon too. You should support, and he, we talk about it in the in the interview. Anyway, enough of me yammering. Let's get on with it. All right, here we go. My interview with David Meng. Oh, I forgot to say the date. That's one thing. 2023 That's the date. Got to try and get it in there somewhere. Okay. All right. Hello, David.
1: Hello, Chet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Finally on the podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to glad to be here. Thank you for um, uh, lo- uh, lo- uh, inviting me on here.
0: Oh yeah, I've been wanting to have you on since we probably since we went to Zello or or before <laughs> <laughs> before the pandemic for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny that we live so close. Uh, we're, yeah,
1: gosh, I I think that uh we went to Zello maybe ten years ago. Was it 10 years ago? <laughs> yeah, or maybe almost, maybe like nine years ago. Did but it was go, 2014 or something.
0: Did we go uh with Luke Chu somewhere?
1: No, yeah, we went with uh I think Neil Wynn.
0: Maybe. Oh, we went with Neil. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Cause I went to another place with Luke and some other people at a at a restaurant in Arcadia, but it wasn't Zello. It was like a Dumpling place. It's really is good.
1: it uh, Ding Tai Fung? I don't remember. Although
0: I remember <laughs> it had like it. the most amazing dumplings. It was real kind of big yeah. inside. A lot of tables.
1: Yeah, the dumplings have like kind of like uh, broth inside or something. It's so uh, good yeah it's like it's funny I went yeah that, everyone loves it
0: yeah I went that one time and it was so good and I was like I gotta come back here and then I forgot everything
1: <laughs> forgot where it was I, I, it's just it. at the mall it, it, it's at the mall I think right, oh, right. you opened another one at the mall I think so oh, okay okay yeah, yeah
0: I, I'm uh, I'm a recluse <laughs> I never leave the house so I, I <laughs>
1: oh, that's <laughs> uh, that's, the, that's a good choice yeah <laughs>
0: that's the artist life yeah <laughs> I was just watching uh uh I took this um you know alan moore the comic book yeah writer? i just took a like he has a master's class on okay this thing called bbc maestro and um it's really good about writing because i want to i'm thinking about writing this a comic of my dystopia book maybe oh
1: that's that's cool
0: yeah I, i'd like to anyway so anyway i was kind of okay. like getting you know it, it's all advice for writers and um and he was talking about the pandemic and how he said a couple months into it, he realized his life hadn't changed a bit. And that's like, that was a writer's life. It's like, you don't really see your friends. You have phone calls and texts once in a while, but pretty much you're alone. And yeah. Like, that's how I felt through the whole thing. I was like, you
1: know. No, I mean, for, actually for me, I was stuck watching my son. He was mm. like, like four or five during the pandemic. So Oh yeah. I, cold I, cold. I didn't get this like wonderful time of just doing nothing but <laughs> making our- art.
0: <laughs> yeah. My grandda, my granddaughters, um, came not would come over and visit, mm-hmm. spend the night stuff. And they had, they, they, they switched to remote school and it was like yeah. such, such a trip. It was just so different, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, so it's
1: weird. It's like, cause you can see everything. You know, it's like, you never get to see what's happening with your kid at school, but yeah, uh, you see everything you're, you're right there. It's yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, I'm, uh, I'm so glad it's got, it's like back to normal now. So
0: yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause it's, it's really important. You
0: know? Yeah. I know it, 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 as, as much as I, um, enjoyed it, <laughs> I really enjoyed it just because (laughs) personally, not, not all the death and stuff, but, um,
1: yeah, yeah, of course,
0: but personally it was like, I I got a break from it. You know, there wasn't so much pressure to do anything or, or get anything, (laughs) get as much done really. But, um, uh, as much as I enjoyed that it's, I realized that most people didn't and it was a terrible time for them. So I'm glad things were back to normal, you know?
1: No, I mean, I was definitely very lucky throughout it.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, so um, how are you doing? What's up today?
1: Uh, I'm I'm doing good. Um, yeah.
0: What are you working on? Um,
1: well, I just started a, a Patreon.
0: Oh, cool! Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, perfect,
1: perfect. So I'm so go, I'm, go uh, join just...
0: go join David's Patreon. What's <laughs> what's the address? It's just what.
1: David? Uh, it's a uh, Patreon.com. Forward slash uh Mang Monsters. So that's M E N G M O N S T E R S. Cool. M isn't Mary. So yep.
0: So what kind of uh stuff are you doing on there?
1: Uh drawings and sculptures and um mostly, you know, creature stuff monsters, you know. Um right now I started a, a series of like little Bosch like devils. Oh, um, cool. So I just started sculpting. Um, I just put up pictures of the first one I did and I'm working on uh, two other ones at the moment. So, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just like what I always do anyway, except I have to like, you know, take pictures at every stage and like um, edit it and like put the watermark on it and, and upload it right now. I'm trying to do like maybe at least two or three times a week, I guess. Um, and, uh, yeah um it's it's been really good it's uh i've been really lucky i've I've had um a bunch of um patrons so far and they're all like you know really cool artists themselves yeah Um, excellent yeah so it's like it's super um i'm really happy about it so far but
0: cool yeah i'll definitely join up um
1: well well, thank you (laughs) yeah uh
0: so well for people who uh aren't aware of your work can you talk about your background and and uh, you know kind of what you do? I mean, I know you're an amazing creature designer, sculptor, and illustrator. You do it all kind of when it comes to creature design. You do it all equally well. Oh, um, thank you. But explain to people, I don't know what you what you do, what you do, and who you are.
1: Um, well, uh, I. I, I, I design and sculpt monsters. Um, I, um, uh, when I was a little kid, I saw labyrinth in the movie theater and that was kind of like the the big thing that kind of got me down. Like I always liked to draw. Um, but it was that movie in particular that somehow, um, really got, got to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's like, uh, gosh, that was in 1986 Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. It's just, I never stopped liking them. I'm, I, I I just never like grew out of it. You know, I just, yeah. uh...
0: <laughs> I know what you mean.
1: <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. Cause when I was really little, um, I, I don't think I liked monsters when I was really little. I was scared of them, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I wouldn't go in, um, there's a store with these masks and I wouldn't go in. Cause I thought they were scary. <laughs> and, and, and I remember like, um, in kindergarten, like for Halloween, these like other little kids were Dracula's and they just had like white paint and like, you know, cloaks or capes. And like my mom, like volunteered at the school at the time. And I asked her to ask them not to scare me. She's <laughs> so just like little kids with like white makeup. And that's it. I was one of the kids with the white makeup. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine you were.
0: <laughs> yeah. I got like inocula- inoculated to it from when, uh, Cause my grandfather used to scare the shit out of us, like wearing Halloween masks and stuff <laughs> when I was little. So I kind of like, I think that's part of what warped my brain. Cause he was kind of this crazy practical <laughs> Joker guy. Uh, yeah. but, it, but, but I do feel like the, the mon- I was attracted to the monsters as a way of like, um, facing my fears, you know? Um, yeah. So I think that's a lot of people who like monsters kind of relate and, in, in, uh-huh.
1: Yeah, way, I've been trying or... to figure out why I like monsters, and I, I just can't figure it out. I, I guess they just—I mean, simp- the simplest things. I just think they look cool, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. But that's but the, it,
0: really. <laughs> I mean, I feel that way. See, I feel that's what when when uh, Mike Carell did this that documentary about me, I was yeah. like, I I told him, I'm like, my life is boring. I I I, I don't know. If you want to do it, you can do it, but I don't <laughs> recommend it. Basically, is what I told him. And, um, and, and, but, but it's like, by the end of it, I was like, wow, I had a, I've had a really interesting life. It's really unusual. But I had to think about all these things, um, like why yeah. I liked monsters and stuff. And that got me totally going down this rabbit hole of my childhood and kind of how, living in a broken home and, you know, uh, uh, transferring, externalizing my fears on uh, drawing them out. I mean, I got this, I went to therapy in the, in the nineties and, one thing my therapist uh, clued me into is maybe that I was drawing these scary things as a way of, like, ma- gaining mastery over them, she called it. Like, yeah. like, I I was the one in control when I could draw the monsters, and they weren't scaring yeah. me. I was maybe scaring other people, or I was, like, in, I, I was bigger than the monster, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, um, yeah.
0: But but I, I feel, I, from it, you know, Guillermo's also made the point, Guillermo del Toro's also made the point that, like, they represent i think he i think it was him they kind of they can represent like the outsider you
1: uh-huh. know
0: so we sort of relate to that or the underdog and and uh it seems like to me it seems like people are either drawn to the the monsters because of like uh mastering their fear or overcoming fears or because they've they relate to the outsider status of the monster in some way or, or being shy. Cause I was also really shy yeah, and yeah. I felt like an outsider because of that.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, actually thinking about now, I think, I think what I like about monsters is that is that they're kind of um, they're like um, your id, you know, like they're, they're cool mm-hmm. uh, and they have a swagger and, uh, and I don't, and you know, right. they, they kind of, <laughs> I like monsters cause I can make them and, and they can be cool where I can't be cool right. or have swagger. They can have all of that and I can make them have that. And, and that's kind of why I like them too. You know? Yeah. You have the, you
0: get, you have their confidence and their swagger through them. Like my character yeah, yeah. through
1: them. Yeah. It's like, like I'm not Keith Richards, but they can be, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's kind of why I like them.
0: Yeah. That's great. So, um, uh, uh, also one other thing that came out during the documentary, um, my mom, it's at the very beginning of the documentary. My mom was telling a story about how <clears throat> I was afraid of spiders. And mm-hmm. so she took me to the library and showed me a spider a sp- book on spiders and kind of explained what spiders were, what they did. And mm-hmm. once I, um, and she said, once, once we went, kind of went through it, I wasn't afraid of them anymore. So that I think yeah. set up like a pattern like if you're afraid of something you instead of recoiling you you go into it and try and understand it you know and i I think somehow that related to the monster thing too um but
1: i I guess that's a good argument for me to read up on ai art or something (laughs) that's what i'm scared of now
0: (laughs) oh man you don't have to be afraid of ai art i don't think well let's see you do where do you do you do you make uh most of your living from doing concept art for,
1: for movies and stuff? Um, I guess that's most of what I've been doing. I, I mean, I ju- I did monster closer for the first time just a couple weeks ago. And so you started
0: to branch out as a, yeah. as a fine artist.
1: That's good. Yeah. And that's kind of why I started the Patreon too. I'm not because of AI art necessarily, but it's just cause I always am making my own stuff anyway. And I thought, well, this is a good idea. You know, it's just like,
0: right, right.
1: yeah, it just, I, I kind of would like to justify making these things in a monetary way you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. well you have to live in this country or in, in this yeah, world, yeah. really um yeah you know i i do think you know ai probably will affect designers illustrators and stuff well, i think
1: it, yeah i think it's unavoidable
0: it's already happening on a lower level like i see ai art right now it's it's just very low level like uh really crappy little thumbnails for news stories i see ai art yeah and uh what i just saw one oh an advertisement um on facebook for a t for a shirt for a dress Mm -hmm. shirt and it had these like muscle guys it was and everyone but thing is everyone in the comments was totally dunking on it like saying oh my god it's, it's so ai art but it's like you know that's someone's that was either a photographer's job that got lost or yeah, an artist yeah, job. So it's like, it is going to happen, but I that's why I've been encouraging peop, people that do uh concept work and illustration to just like, at least get a side hustle going for your own art, yeah. because that's the one thing that AI won't, I don't think we'll ever touch is fine artists because you know, people buy yeah, fine yeah. art from specific artists because they love the artist and their art, and they want to support them, and they want an original, one-of-a-kind piece that yeah. was kind of handmade made by the artist. And that's just like you, AI cannot do that. It just, it, you know, it's just not the same.
1: I think. I, I guess one of my fears is um, if this, because like a lot of kids, I'm, I'm hearing like are um, thinking, oh, should I even go into art or study it? Because there's like not really a future doing it commercially or whatever. And I'm worried that like, if enough people feel that way, will the industries that make our materials start to go away too. Oh, like yeah. the people who make our paints and our clay and stuff. Right. Like, uh, I just hope that, I mean, I also thought, you know, what's equally important. It's not just art isn't just important as like something to be consumed, but it, it's important for people to make it too.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Um, it's just like, it's just like people who play instruments. It's not just about the person listening to the music. It's like the person playing it. That that's a, a, a like incredibly a great value as well. Yeah. Just to be able to express yourself in that way. Yeah. I think people are always going to have to do that, and art is the same way. Visual art. Um, I agree. So I hope that just enough of that. Feeling stays where you know at least well because we you know there's like a Michael's store in every city you know
0: right
1: because people like to make stuff even if they're not necessarily artists they still just like making stuff you right. know, there's just to do that so I'm hoping enough of that survives to where we at least have you know can buy paints and and stuff yeah and, and stuff you know
0: yeah I think there's I think there's enough I think there's enough a lot of the the plastics and rubbers and silicones that's like industrial that they're doing like that serves industry as well. So yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. what's going to go. And we just
1: way. kept, we, we kind of benefit like off to the side. from Right. That, right. Yeah. Cause if it were just us, they wouldn't be doing yeah. Any of
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember in the eighties, it was like that. It was like hard to find all these materials. There was maybe yeah. one, one place you could go to in Hollywood, oh or North Hollywood or Van Nuys, or one or two places. Well, like,
1: like even here, even in uh, California or.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was like, yeah. there, there was Davis Dental. They were a dental house, like mm-hmm. a dental supply house, but they also sold, heard of them. They sold alginate and, you know, dental specific materials that we used. And yeah. then uh, Berman, I think Berman Industries yeah. sold stuff. I th- mm. I think those were the two main ones. There may have been one other, but it was, you know, it was like, there's all kinds of places you can buy that stuff now mm-hmm. too. And it's all online and and. You know, yeah, so,
1: uh, yeah, just like like half a dozen that I can think of, for spread off mm-hmm. the top of my head, and it's really cool. um Yeah, that's kind of amazing. I'm so glad right? I live like locally to all this stuff too. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I grew up in Michigan, and we had a, a place called uh, Monster Makers in Ohio, and I I could get my order within a day, so that was good. Oh, that's cool. Where yeah, yeah.
0: where Michigan are you from?
1: uh It's a place called Sterling Heights. And when I tell people it's close to Detroit, they think, "Oh my God, you grew up in Ro- RoboCop?" It's like, you know, <laughs> but it's not. It's just like a totally like boring, like milk toast kind of suburb. Right. Um, and um, yeah, we uh, we're really close to the Windsor Tunnel to um, Ontario.
0: I'm gonna ask my wife because she's from uh, Pontiac, Michigan. Oh. She grew up in in, in the uh, RoboCop. <laughs> she was like, Pontiac <laughs> is pretty rough from what she told me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, every time I meet someone from Michigan, I always ask her. That's why I wrote it down. I always ask her, do you know about S- Sterling Heights? And she'll usually say. <laughs> um, so uh, when did you... So were you like, well, okay. First off, were you, were, what, were you like an art kid all the time drawing? And, and
1: um, yeah, I think I must was have like, been.
0: you must've been, you're way too good to not have
1: been. An oh, no, oh, oh, thank you. Um, I think it's like, um, I, we, for a while, I don't know if we have it anymore. There was like an elephant I drew when I was three and a half, I guess. And it was like surprisingly good. Uh-huh. And, yeah.
0: It's like my turtle. I, I drew a turtle at age three.
1: Oh <laughs> it's yeah. <pretty> good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's, a uh, Um, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, um, yeah, so I was always, I mean, that was my thing I could do. I couldn't do anything else. Like I was terrible at sports. Uh, I didn't have anything in common. I did not like to talk to people. Um, so, um, I guess, uh, I really liked animals, I guess, and Mm. dinosaurs and stuff like that. So, and prehistoric creatures like mammoths and so, um, yeah. Um, and I guess like, even though I was like, I got like picked on a lot. Um, I, I never, I, I don't think I ever really got like physically beaten up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's cause I was good at drawing, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it saved my life. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's how, that's how kind of it was for me to, um, I don't know. It's just, it's like, it becomes your identity you know like yeah. you're the art kid or you're the one that could draw you and maybe yeah, totally. one or two other guys maybe in school or something yeah
1: yeah
0: you know and it uh, seems it's to be go- how,
1: how rare it is you know with the- yeah <laughs> yeah
0: it is weird it's 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 cuz i cuz i mean i re- i remember when you know art was one of the thing that was part of a well rounded education you know, mm-hmm. art classes and it was kind of taken like you needed to you needed to know this art and music yeah and it just like slowly was throughout growing up it just kept getting less and less important in school it seemed yeah. like you know
1: yeah
0: crazy <laughs> uh but so okay uh uh was there a point that you wanted to get into the movies and stuff or
1: yeah i think it was just that summer when I first saw the movie labyrinth and I don't know what it was about it. I mean, I think if I saw it any earlier or any later, maybe when not have had the effect it had, mm-hmm. um, I was just, because like in the eighties, like 85, 86, that's when they had all these, like, um, I think kids everywhere in America loved monsters, but they had those like the mad balls mm-hmm. and, um, uh, those like the muscle men, those like super sculpy colored, like little, um, you know, figure, they're like these tiny little figures and they're like monsters. Yeah, um,
0: there was like a resurgence in the eighties. Cause like in the sixties, it was, I got that some from my brother. Cause I, I was born in 67. So I didn't really remember the sixties, but <laughs> my brother's a few years older than me. And he had a bunch of monster toys in this from the sixties. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got his hand-me-downs and, and there was a, yeah. there was a huge monster kid thing in the sixties, like dinosaur model kits. And
1: did, did it happen in the seventies at all? It
0: it was it's it was it was in the 70s i i think it was like kind of tapering down and then it sort of came back up in the 80s cuz i okay. remember in the 70s they had the uh head shrinker the apple apple head shrinker it was like okay uh vincent price was on the commercial for that and they had um uh hugo the man of a thousand faces which was like uh a little puppet and you put like disguises on the little puppet head Okay. <laughs> and scars and stuff. And the Dick Smith makeup kit. That stuff was all 70s. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was, I guess it was, you know, it's just like it was big in the 60s and it was still happening in the 70s, kind of tapered down towards the late 70s. Right. And then I think in the 80s with the, the mad balls and... I got yeah. this one thing called Rude Ralph. I, st- I got one on eBay. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You pull the it eyeball, eyeball out, out. <laughs> and, and then it, um, it makes... Was so it just a
1: head? Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah. Like, it makes gross yeah, okay, sounds. And has, like, red the, hair or
0: something? Yeah, it's got, like, orange hair. Yeah. <laughs> you pull the eyeball out, and when it sucks back in, it goes... It <laughs> <laughs> makes, like, puking sounds and stuff. <laughs> it's pretty great.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's so many of the... Um, because you know, I guess, I guess, because in the early '80s you had Ghostbusters, Gremlins, Dark Crystal, like uh, Star Wars, obviously, and Fair all way. that, stuff, all at once. And then kids got super into monsters again. Mm-hmm. And um, um, I had these this thing, My Pet Monster, I don't know if you remember what that oh, yeah, is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I know and, a lot of people,
0: uh, a lot of artist friends of mine talk about they're my pet monster
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a movie did, did you know really no i didn't know. <laughs> so i think it was like straight to video or something but uh, i watched it i believe it um, <laughs> <laughs> uh and then uh, a little later on like i had one of those uh, boglins, you mm-hmm, know, like boglins lovely, yeah. yeah i found out later on that the guy who uh created them uh sculpted the mystics on the dark crystal
0: yeah, I heard uh, it was a Tim make-up Clark, effect. Yeah, what's his name?
1: Uh, Tim Clark.
0: Yeah, I heard. I heard it was an effects guy that kind of did. Yeah,
1: that. yeah, yeah. That's funny. I was so happy when I found it out. It's like, oh, everything I like is like connected. You
0: yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you, how did you, get into the the industry, or what did you do for your first work, or did you go to college or any oh, of that
1: stuff? Well, I went to. Um, <clears throat> I was lucky because my parents um, gave me no choice but to go to college. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I was lucky that I, you know, it, it wasn't a choice, and there was a good not having a choice. You know? right. um, but they wouldn't let me go to uh, an, a specific, like an art college. They they said you can study art, but you have to do that at a regular uh, university. So mm-hmm. I went to the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor.
0: Okay,
1: um, and it was good because it gave me four years to just. I mean the art, the classes didn't have a. I had a figure sculpting class that was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, um, and the professor was really great. And, um, but mostly it just gave me time to, to just get better at art, you know, just get better at drawing and sculpting and stuff and get a lot of life drawing in, you know, and and that, and then after that, um, I went to this, um, this, they always had those ads for like the art Institute of Pittsburgh and mm-hmm. like Cineflex and stuff. So I went there for like a little bit. And, oh, really? um, yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I know was a, a really lot of people great, went there. Yeah. A lot more than, than, uh, <clears throat> than you'd think. And, and like, there was a really great teacher there named Doug Henderson who, uh, you yeah, know, mainly I learned, like he he made immaculate molds and immaculate sculptures, and every bit of his craftsmanship was like perfect. So this school was point, just
0: just to let people know this school was like focused. It was like the only one of the few schools that focused on makeup effects and mask making yeah. and stuff. Right? It was like a program they had.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. It it was like they like. The thing is, it was advertised with this like space zombie thing. <laughs> and then you go there, they say, no, no, it's a design school. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> but well, but what's with this, the zombie? But, you know, um, so, but, you know, they had this program that was like heavy. I, it was like pretty well-known. I think it was maybe one of the only ones at the right. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went there a couple of months, but I knew I didn't need to get like a degree or anything from them. Right. You know, so, so after a while, uh, after that, I, I took the Dick Smith course.
0: Wow, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I started corresponding with him and that like, you know, also changed my life. Like that really helped me. Um, yeah. because I called, the main thing was I called Dick, um uh, Dick all the time, you know? Oh, really? I'd send him pictures of, you know, stuff like makeups that I was working on and, and they write back and
0: tell you everything that was wrong with them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he, he talk on the phone, you know? And oh, right. Right. Yeah. And eventually, um, I went to the two thousand two uh, Makeup Bars Trade Show, and he—I met him out here, and he—he he wrote me a, a recommendation letter, and he also took me to meet um, uh, Dick Smith and Rick Baker on, on the same day. Like hey,
0: Dick, who Dick who took you there?
1: Dick. He took Dick you Smith. to
0: meet Rick and who?
1: Uh, Stan Winston.
0: Oh, Stan Winston. You said Dick Smith. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh did i uh, i might have got mixed up stan yeah so you so dick took you to see meet stan Winston and rick on the same day
1: yeah 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 and, yeah. and we also met andrew clement too
0: uh oh yeah he's, he's great
1: yeah 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 it, it was it was a it was an amazing day and yeah, it must uh, have been exciting yeah no it was it was r- ridiculous you know? yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so and then i i, I moved down here and uh I spent a year and a half out here. Um, my first job was with Canham's, uh, Greg Cannon's shop.
0: Oh, okay. What stuff did you do there? What did you work on there?
1: <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> Passion of the Christ was the first thing I really? did. Really? <laughs> I, I mean, it was just little things. Like, I had to sculpt a bite mark. Right. Uh, like, I, And um, I think I had to cast up the nails for Jesus' hands. Okay. <laughs> and then I... What was more fun is that I also got to work on that movie, um, Van Helsing.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I did some zombie masks, I think that, uh, didn't end up in it. And, uh, um, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, and, and then I worked for, uh, the character shop with Rick, Rick Lazzarini. Oh, okay. And it was probably like my first job where I got to design things and that was real cool. Rick's cool. And, um. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was here for like a year and a half. And, um, then I went to Comic-Con, uh, and I re- met Richard Taylor from uh, weather workshop over there. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, yeah, so I showed him my portfolio and then like six months later, he called me and asked if I wanted to go down there. And, and that was the next like seven and a half years.
0: Wow. So you, you lived in a, uh, 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 New Zealand, yeah, for seven and a half years.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's why I have like never really, you know, kind of. Uh, <laughs> there's like like almost eight years just like of missing time in LA. <laughs> <you know? laughs>
0: that's a long time. Wow. So what you what did you what did you work on there? You worked on uh, everything uh, they did. Of,
1: the first thing I did was King Kong and *Line the Witch in the Wardrobe*. Okay. And I was just helping to finish stuff off on King Kong. Um, I think they ran out of things for me to do. So Richard was like, Oh, do you want to, um, uh, sculpt, um, sculpt a maquette or something? And I did. So I was like, so I sculpted one and he, and he liked it. And then he just let me uh, uh, stick with designing. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not even sure if he really meant for me to do much design work, but he just liked the maquette, So he just let me do that. That's great. Um, and, uh, I, I did district nine over there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, where I got to, uh, like, I, I, ended up the uh, design of being the main designer of the, the aliens in that movie. Oh, wow.
0: That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that
1: <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that was the first time I realized that like, um, It's like, you can get what you want, but you don't necessarily get it the way you want. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I really wanted to design, you know, be like the main designer of a creature. Uh And that one, it's like the design just kept changing every, like every other day. It was
0: like,
1: they just wanted to change it. And it's got, it was really hard. And at the end, I wasn't sure if I liked it or not. (laughs) That's why I
0: always kind of preferred working on background creatures that were not main characters yeah. because they they didn't care what you did as yeah, well, as absolutely. much as you know where it's as long as it's as long as it's a zombie or as long as it's some alien make it cool and and it's like i got to do on some of those shows like men in black 2 and um uh haunted mansion and just like doing background characters i got no direction <laughs> they let me do whatever i want it was pretty amazing
1: yeah, no, that's really cool. But but they're uh, in like the, the movie the whole... for like, you know, <laughs> 30,
0: 10 seconds or something. But still, it's like, you know, for people like us, it's, I think. The people
1: a... who are into it will watch all the extras and, and you know, like stuff that's cool, you know? True, true. But I was going to Like say... so many of those men in black aliens, it's like you never even yeah, see them right, in the movie. Right. But it's just like, I know exactly what they are. And yeah, they're like yeah, my yeah. favorite ones.
0: But um, what I was going to say is I think people – I'm. Maybe I am i shouldn't be speaking for you, but for people like me, it's like, I want to make the cool thing. It's all about the making. That's the fun part yeah. is creating it and the sculpting and painting it and getting this final piece that, you know, the whole process of creating it is super fun. And it's yeah. not about, it's not as much about seeing it in a movie as, as making the thing. That's the fun part to me. It's like, it's yeah. cool to see it in a movie, but it's like, once it happens one time, it's like... Not as big a deal, but making the thing is always cool. Every time, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean?
1: Except nowadays, it's like so many things are just have to be rushed. You know, and you can't. Yeah. Make fun making it, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's it's, it's
1: that's, just like oh shit, oh shit. It's like it's like I'm gonna kill myself to make something that I'm not that might even I won't be happy with.
0: Yeah, and it might get cut out <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> and I w- even if it gets in, I won't even care. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah that that happened that happened like right as through my whole career it's like I got in right at yeah. the peak in like '86 I think when I started on the Blob and it was like just slowly downhill you know because that was like right at the tail end of big makeup <laughs> effects movies like the Thing yeah. and and uh, the Invaders from Mars and all these big big budget makeup effects movies. And it just slowly went down and down and down, and now it's just like everything is everything's pretty much, as far as I know, every, everything's kind of just rushed. That's just part of it now.
1: It just seems like every other every time I've worked on something, it's just been been rushed. You yeah. Know?
0: It wasn't like that at Rick's. Rarely was it like that at Rick Baker's when I worked there. But um, that's why he left the business. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, I imagine so. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Because because there wasn't enough there weren't enough movies like that, and he didn't want to do it the way you know the rushed way so what uh, anyway you i I interrupted you you were talking about um what else did you work on there
1: well i um the last thing i worked on there was the hobbit and uh yeah it's like we spent uh yeah i mean that's also the one i left on (laughs) oh
0: really Um, yeah you did you like like, quit like i couldn't take it or was it like I mean,
1: sort of <laughs> oh, really, Because <laughs> it... you know, originally Guillermo was supposed to be the director, right. You know? And, um, after he left, everything changed and I just didn't want to be there anymore.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: so I left and, uh, yeah, that was, that was, that was rough. Um, but, uh, seven and a half next years
0: night... is a long time though for you to, I mean, they should be cool with you leaving. That's a long oh, no, time they were to get. Totally
1: cool. I, I have to say, I mean, Richard was really cool about it. Yeah. And we still pretty, have a pretty good um, um, relationship with with, with with him. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, then the next thing I worked on was uh, Pacific Rim in Toronto. Oh, cool. So that was like four and a half months of sculpting, like these big um, kaiju maquettes.
0: Cool. So, so did you, did you like move back? Where did you, did you move to Canada from there
1: or did you oh, come back uh, to the my, States? My family lives in Northern California. So I stopped off there first for just like maybe a couple of weeks. And then I flew over to Toronto and, uh, they, um, I, I had a place to stay there. They, they provided production, provided a place for me to stay. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that was the first time I ever worked on like a part of a production team our production department and um so i was making really for me really good money on that project and on top of that they gave me per diems every week which oh, yeah. was per diem's yeah and i think the first couple of weeks i just got a lobster every night and, and <laughs> drank until i got drunk every night <laughs> uh, And I blew all my money on like art books that I didn't even want Uh (laughs) (laughs) instead of like saving my money, you know? (laughs) Yeah. You can make a lot of money
0: if you save your per diem just from the per diem. Yeah.
1: yeah, I I was stupid. (laughs) It's was just like, it's like play money. I was like, uh, fuck it. You know,
0: just, (laughs) so, so, uh, okay. So then you, 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 yeah, was that a good experience? The,
1: Oh, that was, that was amazing. Um, Yeah. I just, um, I, I, you know, I, I worked put in way more hours than I was actually paid for. You know, I, I just, um, I worked throughout the weekend. i worked until like one or two in the morning. Um, just cause I was just so happy to be there. And, yeah.
0: um, That's a fun, yeah. fun project too.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, they had a natural history museum up there and I would go and like, uh, take close up pictures of like the dinosaur fossils and come back and try to like put those textures into the kaijus and cool. stuff so yeah i just i just i made I made a meal of it you know and yeah, um, yeah.
0: they looked amazing
1: oh th- th- thanks i mean i i designed only one of them but uh um, okay
0: which one i i don't i wouldn't know now it's i haven't seen it since it oh, came yeah, out sure. in the theater. <laughs> but when i go um, look at it which one is it
1: i'm gonna show you it. it's a, oh, okay it's like a little toy figure um Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. The, the big gorilla looking guy. I, I just realized this is an audio podcast.
0: <laughs> well, it, it goes on YouTube also. It goes on YouTube okay. also.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, and since then I've just been doing, um, you know, um, freelance design stuff and toy work and uh, yeah. And, and just, that's really it. I mean, there's nothing, nothing. Oh, I've worked on a bunch of other of, uh, Guillermo's movies too.
0: Yeah. Like, you worked on Crimson Peak,
1: uh, Crimson Peak and, uh, uh, shape of water. Like oh, me yeah. and Dave Bresso did some early design work for that. Cool. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, not too much more I can say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you're just, I mean, yeah, you're just a, you're, you're a freelancer, you know, it's, it's, it sounds like you, I mean, that's a long time, seven and a half years. It's a long time to be at one shop, but, but that is like, you know, only working on specific films and, you know, it's like people usually, yeah. that, that if you work in, in Hollywood, Hollywood, um, you know, people tend to go to different shops and you work on a lot more yeah, yeah. different projects. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. This is, yeah, it's like down in, uh, Weta, it's all kind of in house and it's like,
1: yeah. And, and it doesn't help when a lot of the projects like, um, get canceled or shelved or, or, or delayed or whatever. Yeah. You, you can't know. go jump
0: onto something, another studio down no. in New Zealand. <laughs>
1: No, <laughs> it's just like, I, cause what I wanted really badly was to, um, like my friend, uh, Jamie Bezwork down there. He, he designed Gollum for, uh, uh, the, the Lord of the rings. Mm-hmm. And I, I just always wanted to have an opportunity like that where you just get to design like this major character that has this really, you know, huge impactful role. Right. Um, and it, it was a while before I started getting, you know, designs into movies. But then those movies kept like kind of like, we'd be like a couple months into, and then it just like fall fall over, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's just like one after the other. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, it wasn't until District Nine that you know something actually you know made it to the theater, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, it happens. Uh, so yeah, okay, so you kind of like sounds like you never, you didn't really make it, um as like an effects guy in LA not that you didn't make it and not that you tried and didn't make it but it was like <laughs> you're kind of more of a freelancer that yeah. does all kinds yeah. of different things makeup effects sculpting being one of them
1: yeah 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 I mean that's probably right I mean it's just kind of like I know a lot of people in the business but I haven't really worked at a lot of shops so I, right. I don't yeah, it's just like it, it's kind of like I'm just kind of peripheral to this this uh this in, the, the 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 business.
0: That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> you just worked on the, mean, cool, I, the cool stuff. That's the you know, you just worked on cool yeah. stuff. It's like, you know, when you're when you're like a lifer in that specific industry, you work on some cool stuff and then a whole bunch of really terrible stuff.
1: You yeah. Know? It's like,
0: (laughs) I worked on more bad movies than good movies, I'm pretty sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you find that you had much time to do your own stuff when you did that, like when you were working full-time, like in in effects? Well,
0: I, um, you know, I started around 2000 where I'm like, I'm going to be a fine artist. And then... It was at, I was at Rick's at the time and, and it was like uh, uh, eight to five and people didn't really work late unless you had to for a reason and they would pay you overtime yeah, yeah. and stuff, but generally people left at five. So I had, um, once I decided I was going to do that, you know, I was in my thirties still. So I, uh, I would work at night and then work on the weekends and work on my lunch hour at Rick's uh, on stuff too so yes. i was you know i didn't have a lot of time but i had weekends and after work and lunch hours and i just i, I just at that point i was so i had this kind of moment where i was thinking oh, i'm never going to be able to get out of this business and i just i saw it like getting getting worse and worse and i got Ooh. kind of freaked out like this feeling of dread, like, oh my God, I'm stuck. I'm stuck at, and, and on this sinking ship. <laughs> Even though it's still going, I know people still in the business that are doing great. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just, I felt like I had to get out. So I was really motivated to put put in the extra hours, but I didn't put a lot of extra hours in, in, in the, on the jobs, you know, on the effects yeah. jobs. So I just took all my spare time and like I have to get out. So I, I, I did all my stuff that way.
1: Yeah, I, I think you made the right choice.
0: <laughs> and seven years it took me seven years. Wow! So the whole time you were in New Zealand, that's period of time. Yeah. I was like, you know, well,
1: I, what, I'm sorry. What year did you did you uh, uh, like finally leave? The uh,
0: it was I think, what whatever year Land of the Lost came out in. I uh, went. <laughs> <laughs> that was let me look. That was the movie. Um, uh, that that was the last movie I worked on at Spectral Motion, mm-hmm. the remake. Um, I mean that's that was the last full time job I did. A few uh 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 uh, two thousand nine, it came out in two thousand nine. So two thousand eight, I guess probably two thousand seven, two thousand eight. You know, I was like I I made the decision in two thousand. I kind of was figuring it out for the first year or so. And then I started getting in group shows and I mean, I'd run a painting down to the cannibal flower show at lunch hour on my lunch hour at Rick's, Mm -hmm. you know, and then run back to get, get back in time to work again. And so I was hustling for sure. Yeah. You know? Uh, But yeah, by the time I left, I was, um, I had built my, I had my website, I had a reputation I think I had a so, had done a solo show or like a four-man show at Copro and I was selling, but not hugely selling, and then I got laid off at um, Spectral Motion. And so I was like, well, I could get another job, I could try to get another job, which I'm sure I could probably get another job in, in effects, or I could just try and do this art thing full-time, and I just went yeah. for
1: it. Yeah no I, I think that's that's good I mean just the, like the writer strike right now is just um, yeah right this is a good time to do the Patreon <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: like and now I have like no um no distractions you know it's just kind of
0: yeah I, I mean it. I I know people um you know that are making like ten thousand bucks a month on that doing art stuff <laughs> yeah so it's it could be a it 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 could be you know a, um a full-time gig of doing what you want. It's just, you got to get, you got to really get, it's hard to get people over there though. You know, you really, people are used to seeing yeah. that stuff for free all the time on Instagram, but
1: yeah, the
0: the true <clears> fans throat> will throat> come throat> over.
1: Yeah. I think one thing I, I'm realizing is um, like, uh, I think the people who tend to like my stuff happen to be other artists as well. Right. Um, and I don't know, like, the people who make like, um, like have like, you know, like make 10 grand a month and stuff. Like, I imagine that's like a wider audience, you know, that they're, they're
0: yeah, yeah, but I still think it's possible. Um, uh, um, you know, I don't know what Jasmine Beckett Griffith does. I don't know if you know her. She, yeah. I don't know if she's doing 10, she might be doing more than 10 grand, um, and she does, like, more, maybe more mainstream stuff than us. It's not monsters, yeah. but it is in our... It's, you know, she's around, I don't know, probably around your age, maybe, and if in the same scene. You know, we've shown yeah. the same galleries. Uh, but she has, like, tie-ins with some Disney characters. She does, like, her variations of Disney characters. So she's got, like, more mainstream. She's more mainstream. But I've seen... um Pete Morbacher. Do you know him?
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know his uh, name. He's, he's, he's like, like a my head
0: digital artist that does, uh, he's the guy who convinced me to get on Patreon because he was around that. He was getting somewhere around that. I think maybe, uh, I don't know what he's making now, but, uh, and he does like angels, but they're like okay. creatures. They don't look like angels. They look like weird right. trippy creatures psychedelic right. yeah, that monsters almost really really like really the way cool.
1: actually described
0: yeah 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 <laughs> exactly so um he kinda, so. it's called a- the angelarium it's like a whole series and that's kind of his patreon but there i mean he's really good i just you know i still think that actually i wonder if
1: i've seen one of his things recently it's i'm like sure a, a bunch of wings and eyes like like well I,
0: they look more like i don't know Imagine if like, if Brom did a kind of angel, a weird angel, it's a little more like that. All digital. Yeah. 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 But they're really, they're great. He's amazing. And, um, I don't know, maybe I'm naive, but I think in this whole big world, there's gotta be enough people that like monsters that to, give you 10 grand a month <laughs> there's gotta be enough you know it's like
1: yeah i mean i think my problem is like my subject matters tend to be like the sin of gluttony with like uh like like a mouth in the ass and and like um like like a little uh i don't have it here um
0: now your stuff's your stuff is uh your stuff's amazing so
1: i mean like stuff like this i don't i mean i don't know is that is oh, it yeah. okay?
0: no 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 this is great yeah it's excellent your stuff's amazing. Um, Your stuff's perfect. I think you're perfect for Patreon.
1: Uh, just... I mean I, I hope so. I, yeah, no, I mean I, I I really appreciate everyone who um joined up so far. It's just like I don't know. I mean, that anyone would even, you know, give five bucks a month. You know, it's just it's, yeah. it's, it's, they don't have to, you know, and it's like it's really cool.
0: <laughs> it's cool though. I mean the whole Patreon model is like people when they like what you're doing, they want to support you, even if they don't necessarily get something back. Yeah. You know, like there, there's people that have joined mine that just don't never check it. I don't think. And they, they don't, they don't (laughs) want rewards or anything. It's like, they just want to support. And and it's like, I get that because I do that too. I I support a (laughs) bunch of other, uh, Patreons just to support them because, but I never look at them because I don't have time and it's, but it's like, the the important thing is that they're that i'm supporting them um so it's 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 a trip i just i just think there's 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 a way there's a way for monster people to make that kind of money i i just there's enough people out there i just know it i just know it it's just a matter of getting them over there you know
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's about finding enough people who want to like who likes seeing like a talking like ass with like wearing like a judge's wig or something? <laughs> yeah, which is like what you'll see on on, on my <laughs> don't ever,
0: don't oversell yourself. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, you know you'll hopefully you'll get some some uh, some um, people from this podcast because the Dark Art Society has a Patreon. And I have one. And so,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm, I joined to your, 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 your Patreon.
0: Oh, cool. Thanks. Excellent. Yeah. I'll join. I'll definitely join yours if I haven't already. Um, but, <laughs> uh, so yeah, just keep, keep pushing it. And, um, yeah, imagine making that kind of money. Just, just that's the dream you do. You don't have to worry about shows. You can only do show, art shows if you want to and not have to worry about whether work sells or not.
1: Because that would be so
0: cool. Because you're getting a steady paycheck, you know?
1: Yeah. I actually, I just got like a email from someone I met at Monster Blues who's apparently offering some kind of work possibly. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I should do it, but I also kind of just want to concentrate on the Patreon, you know?
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: Wow. Uh, so well,
0: a, a big part of that, the concentrating on Patreon and I, and I, I'm bad at this, um, is promoting it to so yeah. people know about it and at least you know giving them the opportunity to to say yes or no to it. Oh and and they uh they've got free um free week tra- week long trials. Like you can get a free th- week. Oh. They just Okay. Did that recently so I set I I think you have to click a setting.
1: Um, okay, now I should check that out
0: yeah because because uh, I need and I need to do that and promote it more everyone listening there's a free <laughs> you can get patreon free for a week I'm so convinced that if you join for a week you will you will love it uh, that's the hardest part is getting people just to check it out and create an account
1: yeah no just like in the last two weeks since Monster blueza just I've been like um way more active on social media than I've ever been before mm. just just you know trying to Cause yeah, I mean, no one's going to know about it, you know, yeah. I mean, so, Um, you gotta, you gotta push it out there, I guess.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So that, that, I mean, that's a, that's cool though, because it's like, you know, seeing, I get to see someone like you make just the kind of stuff that you are interested in instead of interpreting something for a toy or for a movie or something.
1: Yeah yeah, I think the problem is it's like <clears throat> the issue I have with designing for a lot of movies is, um, there's a certain kind of thing that is required, you know, and you know, like, my stuff tends to look, 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 look like this, you know, <laughs> and, uh, just like goofy shit, yeah. like weird, you know, unpleasant, goofy shit, you know, <laughs> and everything, you know, tends to be kind of streamlined and sexy and, you know, yeah. and that's just not what I do.
0: right. Um,
1: <laughs> I, I can't do robots at all you know i can't do superheroes so it's just like uh, right i mean apparently a lot of people like this kind of stuff but just it's not what they're asking for in the movies you know right
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well look at yeah look at monster palooza there's a perfect example how many people go through that yeah on a weekend that's if you got everybody in that place to give you like five bucks a month shit you'd be loaded oh, or a yeah. buck or anything you know it's like yeah at
1: least have a have a living wage there you know it's uh yeah there's a
0: so there is there's a market for it there's there a market for it um yeah i i'm i'm thinking about i, I want to like revamp my patreon um, cause I've got like a dollar for the first one, first tier and then $3 yeah. and then $5 and then $10 and then $50 and a hundred dollars. like, it's too many tiers. I'd rather just squish the first three tiers together, but it's, yes, yeah. they make it. It's a pay, total pain in the ass on there. Like you have to, you know, it's not easy to just change tiers. You have to like yeah. message all the people in the tier oh, and, and <laughs> you have to go jump through all these hoops.
1: See, this is why I just. I should have done this like five, six, seven. I don't know how long Patreon's been around, but yeah, I should have I've, done it when it first came out.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I've been but I think I've been just, doing it for like five years maybe now.
1: Yeah, I think that's the first time I ever heard about it was like maybe in 2018 or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I guess I would. I sat on my hands this whole time. And, and even with Monster Clues, I only did it this year because I just... I was like, Oh no, that's so much commitment. It's so much work. I, I, I don't want to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it just makes more sense than, than anything else right now to, to do these things. Definitely.
0: Yeah. So how did, how did it go at Monster Palooza?
1: <clears throat> it went really well. Um, I was like terrified of just the logistical stuff. Like I didn't, I didn't know where to go or what to do, but once I figured it out, um, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I just, I met a lot of people who are really cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's it just, you always like getting, you know, a lot of positive reactions to your stuff, and and I did, and it was, and I made my money back, and it was right. good. You know, so, and I live really close, you know, to Pasadena. So yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. So it was very, uh, it was a pretty good good weekend, you know. Um, I'm definitely going to do it next year, as long as I can, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. I stopped doing it.
1: Are you going to do it again?
0: Well, I stopped at the pandemic, you know, and. The next year came around and i still was like i don't want to be or i don't want to because I, I never got COVID, i still have, i mean i'm vaccinated oh, yeah. and everything but i never got it so
1: yeah me, me too I, I never i somehow unless like after this call i, I suddenly start getting <laughs> sick because it's, it's like exactly two weeks since right. since it was over <laughs> but uh no I, like we even started to kind of be less because like, we wore masks when we were there mm. and after a while i just sort pulling it down. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll be sick tomorrow, but, <laughs> but, uh, so far I've been okay. So that's good. I, I just thought I, I, cause I was really worried too. Uh, but I just ended up thinking I, I got to I can't let this control me anymore.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah. the thing is, it's like, I stopped doing it and then I didn't do it the next year. And then I didn't do it the, the next year. Which is this year, I think, maybe. Yeah. And because once I didn't do it, it made me realize like it's a lot of work. Like I've been doing them a long time, and and the money's good. Like I I, I was making good money, but
1: it not, is a ton right?
0: Yeah, not crazy money. Not more. Yeah. Probably not more than I could I could make if I like took a couple, you know, spent the time prepping for it and then had a big sale on my website. If I, you yeah. know, or painting some studies and having a big study sale, I could probably make as much or more that way. Yeah. yeah. But on the other hand, it's, it's great to meet the fans in person.
1: I think that's actually important too. Like, yeah. like just, just meeting, cause I would have liked to have seen you at Monster Pooza this Yeah, year, I know.
0: Right? I know. And I didn't get to see um, um, my, my right. friends and stuff, but You know, I'm also getting old, you know, it's like, I, it's hard, it's harder for me to do stuff like physical stuff now, you know?
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm like, uh, I'm 44 and I'm already like, um, I I can't handle things. I just fall asleep. Like I used to be able to like, you know, work until four in the morning. I know. I know. Um, after working all day, you know, and, and then get up in time and go to work and stuff, but can't do it now.
0: I know. (laughs) I know.
1: Like, I'm afraid I will be like I'll have left the stove on or something and yeah. then just, fall, just fall asleep.
0: <laughs> well, I'm eleven years older than you, so <laughs> imagine doing Monster eleven years from now when you're oh, gosh. that much more. Your back hurts that much no, more. It's like it. I could do it. I totally understand. But man, <laughs> it's like I don't have to. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's but yeah. I I am torn because I like Elliot. Elliot's super cool. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. The whole the whole, show is amazing. The people there are cool. I like doing it. I guess if if someone could do all the setup, and I just had to show up and then leave, and then show up <laughs> the next day, I would stay yeah. all eight hours or 10, 12 hours, however long it is, and then leave, and not have to tear down and carry the boxes. And yeah, I, I I would do it then. But um, yeah, I don't know if I I, I don't know. That's a lot to coordinate as well. Cause I got like a whole yeah. big booth with walls and I put all my prints up and
1: yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's got That's <laughs> a lot of work. I, I think mine was relatively streamlined. I mean, especially I also lived really close and my wife was there to help me out. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My wife um, helped helps, helps me too. And, uh, actually her best friend <laughs> would help. So we had like a team of three people, but it's still, still hard because, <laughs> because we're <laughs> always, so uh, yeah no go ahead. Oh, go,
1: go ahead go go ahead
0: no i was just gonna say i mean do you have like any are you i don't know are you uh, do you have any vision for where you want things to go or, or are you kind of like playing it by ear as a freelancer or are you are you just hoping that you know patreon pans out and you can do your own stuff or do you want to make a book do you you know what are your
1: Oh, I would love to make a book. I, I, I mean, should, that's one of those things.
0: It would be great. I, w- I would buy a book of your stuff. for oh, sure.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I would really love to, you know, I tried to get published as a children's book uh, author. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I can't, I only try two agents and <laughs> so I can't really complain. Yeah. But it's tough cause it's like, you can't, they don't like, like you to send attachments in an email Hmm. And then if you send it, they just won't even look at it. So if you're like a, you're illustrating it as well, I think you just have to get in as an illustrator or a writer, you know? So, but anyway, I mean, but I think you're talking in terms of more like an art of book or something. Um, Yeah. Or yeah,
0: yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I'm just curious what you're. I just
1: don't even know how to make that happen. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I did. I did one and I know how to do it.
1: I have it right here. Yeah. Oh, cool. I right here. By the way, I don't think it's in this book, but I got to tell you one, one thing you did that I really like because it made me laugh was the malevolent cloud.
0: Oh, yeah. That was that was for <laughs> uh, a friend of mine who's a collector who he designed the I the uh, it was uh, an Apple cloud icon. Oh, OK. And it was like a happy cloud. And so he wanted to, like my version of that. Cause he was, he's a designer.
1: Well, I think the title may, uh, especially <laughs> makes it you know? malevolent cloud. <laughs> <The> malevolent cloud. <laughs> it no, just made me, did you, have class. you seen my new book? Uh, I haven't. Is it, is it like, uh,
0: it's like super thick, 400 page, crazy dystopia. So
1: can I get that off, off of like your, your store or.
0: Yeah, like, it's on, it's on my website on, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 but it's like, twice as big as that black magic book twice as thick oh, wow and Jesus. uh it mythologizes all the characters it has like a that's really cool kind of like it's like a dun- dungeon master guide almost of the characters and their characteristics and stuff yeah I,
1: I love your i love your kind of thing i, I love your your figures it's uh oh, thanks it's kind of where i'm trying to i always mean to go this way but it, my stuff ends up always being animal based which i am trying to get away from but i never really do i, I mean but uh, i like not a your bad thing <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, well, let me, uh, I don't know if you've seen this guy, but, um, it's the,
0: yeah, that's amazing. Kind of
1: gluttony. He's got a mouth in his ass. That's great. Um, <laughs> that's that's great. like the kind of thing I'm talking about where it's like, and why I like your stuff is cause it's, it's kind of, um, it's, I, I, it's almost like kind of abstract kind of,
0: kind of what? Oh yeah. Like surreal, Extra kind of, kind of yeah. surreal, weird.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. It's just like, I can't really trace the lineage and it's very much its own thing, you know, both stylistically and also just as like a kind of creature, you know, It's oh, cool. I really like that. Thanks. And then, yeah, I'm just trying to move that way more myself. Yeah.
0: I, I, am I'm, I'm all for it, man. I, I want to see, it. <clears throat> but, but you know, um, the way I did the book was I uh, did did a Kickstarter to pay for it. It was a nightmare. It was I don't know if you've heard. I, I I've talked about it a lot in the pod yeah. podcast. It was ter- totally. Uh, I think that's why i,
1: I to, to do it. <laughs> I didn't have a
0: vision of it. If I had a vision, like how it would be laid out and yeah. how it would be organized, because it's like it's uh, parts of you know. It's there's a map. There's areas. And it's like, everything was named. All the characters were figured out like who, what they did, but it was just a matter of like how it could be laid out and, and organized that totally screwed me over aside from a bunch of Kickstarter issues. I was, I overcommitted and stuff. But if you do the, if you do the Kickstarter, right. Um, it's actually not that, not that hard. To make a book, you, you know, you just, you get a good graphic designer, the graphic designer who did everything for me, like kind of was the go between, between, uh, the bookmaker and myself, as far as like specs, like, you know, they, they, they would tell her what they needed the specs to be like, how, what all (laughs) these weird printer formats that I don't know anything about. And, and then they, and then I just talked to them like for payment and approvals of proofs and stuff mm-hmm. and it was like it was kind of kind of easy in that way so um if you can if you can raise enough money on kickstarter and like not expect to make any more money than that yeah. you know just kind of sell the books through the kickstarter and that pays for everything uh that's it's super doable you know so.
1: Well, now that I'm doing Patreon, like got off my, my butt and started doing Patreon, I might, I might have the courage to do this now. Yeah. It's, it's, again, it's just like, it's just like the commitment that I'm afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid of promising to people and then just being stuck.
0: Yeah. That that, that happened to me and it ruined five years of my life.
1: <laughs> yeah. I see that.
0: But I just kept over promising reward. I'm getting them done. I'm, I know, I, regular listeners of the podcast, I bet are just so sick of me talking about it because I'm always, <laughs> I've been complaining for like five years about this. Um, but I, but it's like most of the stuff has shipped. I still owe a few rewards here and there, but overall, I've gotten everything taken care of, most of it. Um, but I know how to do it now without screwing up. So you could always, I, I would gladly tell you my experience and how to, oh, I, I how to avoid it because so. i could do one now i want to do a volume two of the book actually because well, i know awesome, how to man. do it
1: now i mean do you think you'll you'll actually enjoy yourself doing a second one
0: <laughs> yeah because the hard part's all, all figured out you know yeah
1: that's that's awesome Lay, i just no, i'm, I'm stick- definitely i'm definitely gonna get it i i, I really i really like really love your your art it's
0: it's, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's way cooler than, I mean, the black magic book is cool, but this one is just like epic. It's really big. It's like a big encyclopedia, almost of my monsters. Um, so yeah, it was, but it was insane. <laughs> Can be done though. That's why I want to, I kind of want to almost like would like another shot at it to do it. Right. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't take five years to deliver it. And, uh, but. You know, I also want to do a comic book now that I have all the the rules of the world are laid out in this book. So I, I want to like tell stories now with it. Yeah, and that'll well, probably get kickstarted.
1: Maybe I don't know. It's just great to have uh, too much to do it and not enough. You know? yeah,
0: yeah. That's never my problem. I'm never bored. I never <laughs> don't have enough to do. That's for damn sure. So do do you do like commission? stuff have you done a lot of commission like fine art commission stuff
1: um i did one or two i've done two draw illustrations as commissions for for people Mm. um those are a lot of fun uh i i recently um some people so i did this big dragon for um monster palooza oh yeah i don't know if you um uh, i i don't know if you're um, if you're connected to me on Facebook, I think we are, I don't know. Um,
0: yeah, I've been, I haven't been on social media very often for the last year or so. I, I'm not really on there that much. I kind of took a break.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I quit for like two years just cause, um, it was like kind of during the pandemic. I just stopped <laughs> just yeah. kind of stressing me out too much. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Yeah. So that I did this dragon and that was like the sort of thing where it's like, it's a subject that people are already really like, and you just have to, you know, find a way to do it in the most appealing way possible. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that was like a, like a really big hit for me, like, uh, on at monster Calooza and, and, and on social media. So some people have wanted to me to, um, to commission me to make another one. I'm just like, I don't know. It's all like kind of like up to them whether they're happy or not, you know, with it. Mm -hmm. And I just, I I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just worry that I'm like, I don't know, stepping into a situation that it'll be hard to get out of if I, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you want to not. Yeah, you want what every artist I think ultimately wants, which is to not have to answer to anybody except yourself, your own creative impulse.
1: But I also have to justify, you know, spending all this time making it too. You yeah, know, yeah, the, you know, paying well, for stuff, and so that's,
0: that's where Patreon comes in. And you know, there's art shows. Have you? I mean, I know you've been. Oh in, yeah, yeah. You've been in conjoined.
1: Conjoined in the Hive Gallery.
0: In, yeah. Oh, okay, in the Hive too, right? Yeah. So, um, you haven't pursued. <clears throat> It's like it's a, um, the whole like gallery fine art thing is is is, is it's like it, it it's hard to do and it and it's almost like for someone like you probably it's like an extra thing just like one more, yeah. one piece of the puzzle maybe of all these things you're doing to make the thing work financially. Honest,
1: like I, I understand uh, why they need to take as much of a cut as they do. Yeah. I mean, totally understand that because they're, it's in their show for free, but they, they got to make their money. I, I get that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's, it's just like,
1: so if I, even just the cost of the materials alone for sculptures, especially big ones, you know, it's like, um, I just, I, I, I feel like I'm losing money, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's, I remember like when I had lunch with you, uh, at Zellas all those years ago, like you, you said, that's why you just moved into painting, you know, because, yep.
0: Yeah, it, was, um, it wasn't feasible. Unless you're doing yeah. like one-offs in epoxy clay or something and not molding yeah, yeah, things yeah. and casting. But then that's it's own, it has its own problems too cuz it's harder harder to work with and
1: or I just like shoot a video of me like cutting up the the silicone mold like afterwards, you know.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: I, I, I guess that's what you do, you know? Um,
0: well, you do additions, you know, you do additions and yeah, that's the thing. It's like, if you're, if you're doing a mold and casting, then you have to do at least a, a few of them and then will lower your price a little bit. And so you make your money across selling multiples that are signed and numbered, yep. hand painted so yeah. instead of one, that's like, it's going to take
1: yeah, yeah, some crazy amount of money, 10
0: years to sell or like that one I did. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So that's what I do. Like I, I kind of keep my prices. I do sculpture additions and, uh, you know, keep the price sort of affordable, you know?
1: Yeah. It's always like when I think of the amount of money that would make it worth my while. It's like that's. There's no way in hell I would pay that for anything, you know, <laughs> my God. even if I was a billionaire. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, if I'm a billionaire, I would, but you know, but I'm not. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: You gotta. You know, it's it's kind of like you gotta check. You gotta go look around and see what's what the range is that people people are collectors are paying for stuff,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and sort of fit it somewhere in there, maybe. Cause you could yeah. put any price on anything, but you know, if it's too high, it's just, no one's going to buy it.
1: It's just insane. I was like looking online. Some people are selling like silicone figures of celebrities that are like, it's a lot of money, but considering the amount of work that goes into it, it's like, how are they doing this? It's like, are they, what do you mean? They're like figure full size? Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. I like a full size, you know, like Mariah Carey or something. Really? life <laughs> size. Is,
0: How much are they charging?
1: I don't remember. Like, God, I don't remember what the cost was, but it was surprising to me. Um, yeah. like maybe just a several thousand dollars, you know, oh, Wow! Yeah. instead of tens of thousands. Um, yeah.
0: I would think something like that would be like, it could be
1: like, if you see it in person, it's not as good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, or those people who like, you know, um, custom sculpt, you know, bride and groom for your wedding cake or whatever. And it's like surprisingly affordable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how did they, I don't like that because it it totally um, doesn't give me a leg to stand on for what I want to charge for. My yeah, stuff. <laughs> well,
0: you know, i've I've talked about it off, often uh, on the podcast that I, I I price stuff really low and then I slowly raise the prices every year, yeah, ten to twenty percent. And I, you know, am finally getting to a point where I feel like I mean, after all this time, twenty years, I feel like. I'm getting to a point where this I'm selling stuff and I'm making a decent hourly rate. Maybe okay. maybe close to what I made in effects. Maybe.
1: That's that's good.
0: Yeah, yes. but it took but it was like, you know, that was going from zero in the early 2000s too when there was no really no market for dark art or even yeah. not really any galleries even for dark art so it's easier i think there's to to make it doing monster creatures and stuff and um but and then there was like the the uh financial meltdown that happened in like 2007 where it's like i I didn't raise my prices for i think three or four years or something so there's like a missing time gap in there but other than that i would raise a little bit every year like usually 10 percent and that way, you know, you're keeping the stuff affordable and you're looking like way in the future for, I'm going to be making this much, you know, if you, if you figure out like a percentage, you can, you can, even though you're selling cheap now, you can think, okay, in 10 years, if I go 10% uh, or whatever, a year, you can kind of figure out what you'll be able to sell those things in 10 years, Yeah, you know, and kind of make it yeah. on the back end. If you live that long, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, if I die before then, it'll take care of itself. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there won't be anything to worry about.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's all good. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a crazy business, but it's worth it. Still worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, still worth I it. I can't
1: imagine doing anything else. It's just, I don't know what else I'd do. I, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like my, when I was, um, before I went to college, my parents imagined that I would, double major and do like some kind of engineering or something responsible like uh, that so it was seeming you know like that and there's no way in hell I could do that
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, no no I no
1: I don't remember anything past like junior high school math you know
0: <laughs> yeah yeah same here same here yeah um it's a different we got we got different brains to most people <laughs> and the world is not oriented towards our kind of brains
1: i just Cause I just feel like we just, I mean, I think like, I think I can speak for most of us. So we just have to do it, even though it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't make any financial sense
0: yeah, or, I know.
1: Uh, or, or any, any kind of sense at all. It's just like, it's like, again, it's just like, I don't even know why I like monsters. I just do. And they're cool. And without them, my life would be less, it would be poor without them, you know? Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, but it's not like they're, you know, they're, but you can't, ex- and you can't explain that to someone who's not interested. You know who doesn't
1: get it? You know, it's like you either like it or you don't. It's like, why do we need to make these weird, ugly things? It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, but it's luckily, there are no, there are people that that want to see them made. And, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, more and more people coming around all the time. Uh, it's weird too, when you, when you start, it's so funny because it's, you know, I've just been uh, seated in my pants from day one. When I got laid off, I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this. I didn't know what I was doing. I was, it was, and it's just was like, whatever I needed to do at the moment. And it was all like living in the moment, figuring it out, selling stuff, however I could online and trying to just every doing everything I could. And I remember thinking, you know, like, okay, eventually these young kids maybe who are into my stuff are going to be adults with good jobs and making (laughs) money and they'll, and and they'll have gotten into me when they're young. So they'll still be into me when they're older. Yeah. And, um, and I've had that happen too. Now, now, like I've seen people, people have bought for me that are like, yeah, I was into your stuff in high school and well, that's awesome. And they're like in their 30s or 40s now and yeah i
1: mean i think that's a that's one of the arguments for going to monster you know mm -hmm. like like, even even if you don't necessarily make that much more money or or whatever you know it's just like just just keeping that connection for uh, sure live you know is good yeah definitely
0: and it's a it's a long term it's a lifetime thing being an artist it's like you can't it's like the you, the only reason you should do it professionally is if like you're saying, if you're just compelled to do it, like if yeah. you have to do it.
1: <clears throat> yeah. It's just like, I'm thinking like, what if one day, you know, we can't cast things out of resin or whatever. I mean, I probably make it out of Peter Mache, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It sucks and, you know, <laughs> yep. um, yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, <clears throat> what was it? Oh God! I, I had a thought it just fell right out
0: of my. Yeah, uh, welcome wow. to my world.
1: <laughs> I I don't. I'm finding like maybe I got COVID on the down low and I didn't know, and now I have like you know because I a brain fog constantly. Is that uh, was it like that before? Maybe I don't remember. That's
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't remember the brain fog. fog. I don't you know brain fog prevents me from it, remembering. Did you ever uh, do you have ADHD? Do you think or? I probably do. I've never been diagnosed. Yeah. I have I mean I've never been diagnosed with this either, but I'm positive I have O C D.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: OCD and ADHD at the same time. Yeah. And, um,
0: I got I I have O C D and uh that's why I went to therapy because I, I had it so oh, yeah and when I was younger and uh oh, um, gosh. Uh and that was that that really helped a lot. But I'm 99% sure I got ADHD. I'm I'm almost positive. Like every time I, I, because I, once I started researching it, it was like every I tick pretty much every box. Yeah. Like I can't. I things just leave my head immediately you have to write everything down as soon as you think of it or else it's gone oh my god
1: yeah that's me <laughs> and
0: uh and uh wow. like uh you know forget walking out to go do something and then forgetting while you're in the other room and oh. <laughs> <laughs> losing shit all, all the time I,
1: I think it's not just me getting older i think it's just me anyway you know it's just like yeah because uh, i have a friend who like he's an amazing artist and he has He's just he's does the same stuff as, as we do, and, and he's just the same. It's like I and I think he was actually diagnosed with ADHD, mm-hmm. and I think he thinks he has OCD as well. So mm-hmm. I don't know, it's weird. It's
0: connected for sure. It's like all that stuff is like connected to autism as well. There's like those they're all like these neurological conditions, I believe. You know, um, yeah. So I I mean I I wouldn't be surprised if I was mildly. On the autism spectrum too. Uh, I would. I don't think I am, but it wouldn't surprise me. Because <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> I definitely do. Yeah. Weird. I mean,
1: like, I'm super awkward around people. I don't know if that's a clue. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's,
0: it's, I think it's a really wide spectrum, though.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I'm definitely functional. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, what was it? Um, Yeah. But it's weird because it's like what we do requires so much focus and attention and ability to concentrate and yet, you know, ADHD, you know, it's just like, I don't know how that works.
0: That, but that's, that's, uh, that's a thing with, I think that's a thing with ADHD is that you can hyper-focus on things that you're interested in and things that you're not interested (laughs) in, you can't focus on them. They like go in one ear and out the other.
1: You know, it's like, I can't do taxes. I can't. Oh, it's terrible. I can't just figure stuff out like by looking it up on the internet because it's like oh, I don't want to, and then I just can't. <laughs> I can't do it. It's just like that's why I, you know, the Patreon and all the stuff. Um, I was really slow to get because it's like I have to read, I have to like right,
0: stuff. I know, yeah, I have, to, I
1: have to work. You know, it's like
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I don't like know. paperwork and stuff like that is just like a nightmare yeah. to me. It's so hard. It's so like painful but I, it's like, I have to do it. I got to do yeah. my taxes. Like I have a tax guy, but I'm on, I'm on an extension right now. And I'm just like, Ugh, I don't want oh, to, I don't have money to like prepay. Wow. So I'm going to get like fees on them. I'm going to get, ta- you know, uh, uh, late fees on them. And I just was like, well, I gotta let it, I, I can do it. I can only do what I can do, but but, you know, I have to go and categorize everything and, you know, go and figure out my taxes. And it's just yeah. fucking hell. It sucks. It's <laughs> hell, man. It's the worst. I hate it so much. Um, I'm just not into it at all. And it's really difficult.
1: But you paperwork know, is the real monsters, you know? Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. It just feels like it's, you know, I feel like my brain is not built for it. It's weird it's really weird it's like <laughs> I and I and I'm things like music like I uh, I got really good at playing music and writing music painting <clears throat> sculpting computer animation I got into all these things I was interested in filmmaking when I was a kid I used to make movies <clears throat> and all things I was interested in I I would I would like just makeup effects mask making when I was 12 years old. It's like if I was interested, I would just like totally be a like a pit bull yeah. and and narrow in the focus and everything else, forget about it. And I got really, I was able to get really good at all these different things. Yeah. But I tried sports. I tried even liking football because like my, my dad liked it yeah. and my brother liked it. And I just couldn't, it just, I just, didn't do anything for me, and I couldn't yeah. get into it. And I tried I never to. Like
1: sports, it's a, it would be so handy. If I know I were, you'd, you'd have something to talk about with anyone any, because <laughs> everybody likes I sports. Just, I just, I mean, I don't know, like, because I had asthma when I was little, so I couldn't play sports. Maybe that's why I, I don't like it because I never. But I just find it boring to watch too. I just, yeah. Um, and I'm definitely, uh, you know, we're definitely, uh, um alone in that, you know, like the entire rest of the world likes it I a know, lot. It's huge. <laughs> hey, no one's ever going to like, no one's ever going to be okay with AI sports. Right. Let's like, that's no one would, you know, stand for that. Right. Yeah. He... <laughs> but like, no, but, it, but art, uh, fuck them. You know? Fuck, yeah. Right. Them, yeah. Know, it's right. Like...
0: It's true. That's <laughs> a good point. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm still not that worried about AI, but uh, again, especially if uh, I think, I think you're on the right path, you know, cause
1: I hope so. It's just, um. it's
0: so, the weird thing to me. It's so ironic that fine art is probably the one area that AI can't touch. Yeah. Because fine art is about collecting and original one of a kind handmade pieces yeah. created by a specific artist it's not yeah, yeah. decoration it's like That's it's,
1: what yeah no you're and right.
0: AI can't do those things even like AI art is still digital and it's not physical so it's like even if you had AI create you connected to a robot that made paintings and I have seen a robot that makes paintings yeah and it's still not the same thing unless you like because a big part of collecting is you're buying into sort of the artist's story, and yeah, the yeah, artist, yeah. you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. That that's kind of what I was thinking about. Patreon is like I'm not. It's not just the final image or even sculpture or whatever. It, it's also like just the um, kind of like l- uh, a window into somebody's life. You know, that's kind yeah. of uh, you know it, it's like you're you're living with the, you're you're like you know you're with them when they're drinking coffee and you know making their thing and it's like that's what's cool about it and Mm -hmm. that's as much the product as like the actual um, yeah yeah Yeah. which which a robot can't give you you know so yeah robots like drink coffee and stuff so (laughs) uh...
0: (laughs) yeah the way i looked at it is like uh because i'm a fan i'm a fan of other artists i think i think most artists are fans of other artists and um and I just was, was when I started when I started thinking about doing Patreon, I was like, imagine um, if if Giger had a Patreon or Frank Verzetta or Bekshinski yeah. and you got to see, oh man, I would be all over that. Oh yes. Yeah. All over <laughs> that in a heartbeat. And so you gotta figure there's not not that I'm comparing myself to any of those guys, but you gotta figure there's somebody who who likes your work enough to yeah. think to feel kind of that same like oh i'd like to see what I mean, it's just
1: what so, it's so flattering kind of to, i mean uh, you know just even just having a few patrons so far it's like it's so flattering to me to to know that yeah
0: you know, it's amazing yeah
1: you know
0: yeah it's amazing when people buy your work and and it is it is uh it's uh it's 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 it. it's the ultimate thing you know if we can um make a living wage
1: i i, I guess i guess our yeah. The original question, like, what, what's my vision? I mean, I, my vision is really just, I just want to keep doing stuff that I think is cool and mm-hmm. be able to make it that way. Really. I, mean, yeah. I don't have, to, it used to be, I really wanted to design something like Golem or something in the movie that would be, you know, cool. And I would just, maybe it's just because that goal is so elusive that I just don't even try for that anymore. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, um, th- the thing is, ironically, if you if you branch out, this is what I found after leaving the effects industry. Uh, not that it's happened to me much, but it has a, at least one movie. And it kind of happened on Hellboy 2. Guillermo gave me a creature, I think, based yeah, on... Yeah,
1: I love that guy. I was going to say, like, when you are talking about... Um characters that you get to do whatever you want that's, yeah right it's just like that's like one of the coolest things in the movie oh thanks just, didn't he call this seeing dick or something <laughs> like, know, probably one, you know, like one of the behind the scenes things he's like everyone gather around to seeing dick <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't i that's funny i i have to i don't even think i've i may have seen it i don't know but um but i feel like he let me do that because he was he was into my fine art and he yeah. got a bunch of work. And so, That's so I don't cool. know that I would have gotten a chance to do this original creature if I hadn't this uh if if he wasn't a fan of my fine art. So if you if you start doing your own work and you build up your name and reputation of your of your own original vision, then yeah. then it might come back around that you get to design a character. Because like as well, often I think what a good director like Guillermo will do is if they want something really cool specific yeah they'll hire like like a wayne barlow who's yeah, yeah who's exactly reputable. Well, he's he's hired person yeah he's hiring because he's got an amazing vision yeah and he's established as a fine artist and illustrator you know yeah that's
1: that's what i love about guillermo like a lot of uh sometimes i like i get calls from places and and it's clear that it's just like i'm i'm just a list uh, on a list of names that they got somehow right And it's just like, it's just like, you're, it's kind of like, Oh, Oh, I need an IT guy or I need a plumber, you know? And it's just like, like, it could even not be creature stuff. Like they, it could be like environments, which I don't know how to do at all. And, Mm -hmm. and um, it's just, Oh, concept artists, you know, it's just like, that's why that, yeah, that kind of thing doesn't really work out with me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's gotta be, I don't know, unless you want to pluck chicken, man, you know, it's like, (laughs) um, (laughs)
0: i yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's a i was thinking about this yesterday or the day before like it's weird leaving the sh- the sh- leaving effects i was like because <clears throat> i was good i was good at what i did um i was sort of like set i didn't have to i didn't need a portfolio it's like a, you know yeah. it's, I'm sure you're the same way or like what people call you for work but i was like i would get uh people liked my work so i would get long jobs, uh, you know, for years at, at a shop. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't jump around too much cause I, I would always get kind of like in, uh, wherever I was working and I was, you know, sometimes I think it's like, uh, wait, well, maybe I should have just been happy with being <laughs> a pair of hands that realized someone else's vision because I was really good at it. But at the same, you know, cause, cause it gets frustrating doing this stuff where you're like, you know, every month you got to try and figure out how to pay the bills. And it just is, it's not as steady paycheck like effects. But on the other hand, I'm thinking like, but I've, I've, I, you know, it's not true. It's just, those are, that's like more of a doubt that you have as yeah. when you get frustrated because the truth is having stepped out of that comfortable place and gone out on my own i've grown as a person like probably as much as i had grown from being an 18 year old kid wanting to be in the movies and then getting in that at age 19 or whatever that's that you know those first few years or just the experience of kind of becoming an adult in the film industry you know, you grow, you change as a person a lot and you grow and and develop. And, uh, I've changed or I've grown at least that much because I went out of my own. Uh, but it's, you know, it's painful. It's not easy, but I feel like I'm more of a fully realized human being because I did it.
1: I, I mean, you totally made the right choice. I'm glad, you know, we're done that everyone's seeing like your personal stuff, you know, and, and not just stuff you're making for movies. Yeah, know, but, I am too. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, uh, just, you know, movies that just everyone forgets about. And like, as soon as they leave the theater. You yeah. Know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, and now look at what Paul did. Uh, Paul Komodo did. on uh Yeah. The thing remake where they covered it all up with cgi <laughs> it's God, like, <laughs> they did this most amazing shit and then they just covered it up dude in yeah. digital it's like it's,
1: yeah to make ridiculous. it look worse
0: <laughs> oh man yeah that's that's rough yeah
1: no i mean well, that
0: if you have no expectations then then effects is a good job if you just enjoy the work and, yeah, and don't have any but expectations. That's the thing, I don't,
1: you know, I, like I don't just like to just be a pair of hand- Like even just sculpting, I, I really wanted to make sure I was designing at least most of the time, you know, because right. because to me it's just like I I don't like just technical ex- exercises, you know. I, yeah. I, I want to create something. I want to make something, even even if it's just adapting something a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. like someone else's design, but you get to kind of interpret it your own way, yeah. which is something. Like, what Guillermo let me do when I worked on on his stuff, you know, like when it was someone else's design, I I was allowed to, you know, uh, bring bring something else into it, and and those are always the the most fun things to do, yeah. Outside of your own designs, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I always said, um, if 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 Hollywood is full of Guillermo del Toros, I probably wouldn't yes. have left.
1: Yeah, yeah. Seriously. No, that's the thing.
0: <laughs> and but he's like one of one in yeah. a million, you know
1: yeah he's uh he's like a perfect guy he's like the perfect guy for for monster people you know yeah, it's just, yeah. It's like yeah there's just there's no more perfect person to direct a movie if you like if you work on monsters <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah he's definitely uh the best to work for he just came out and said, did you see there's an article that came out a couple days ago or this weekend maybe yeah a couple days ago. I don't know, maybe Friday or something. But he said he's got maybe one or two more movies he wants to do, and then he's out and he's going to just do animation. It's going to only, oh, yeah, interesting. Because, but because he's like complaining about how ridiculously hard it is to get movies made and how how shitty the whole business is. He said it's like he he said it's like eating a shit sandwich.
1: Yeah, I was listening to a, pod, a bunch of podcasts with him recently and it's, I guess like there was like a 5 year gap between one of like Devil's Backbone or something and then like another 4 year gap after that. I don't remember which movie, but there was like a long gap before and an equally long gap after one of his movies. And that's just yeah. like a whole
0: And he's like what, two-time academy award winner now? Yeah. And he's he was saying he still can't get stuff made he said i think he said his last five these five projects he was trying to get he couldn't get made and it's like (laughs) if if you have two academy awards and you can't get shit made then i totally get it it's like fuck you guys i'm gonna uh yeah work in a medium (laughs) where i can do what i want and i guess that's
1: i mean animation apparently i'm glad it's a cool medium that he's gonna do you know (laughs)
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: Um, that's the thing like i'm so glad stop motion is still around you know i know I, I mean, by all rights, it shouldn't be, right? Because it's like, if the whole idea is like, for the real, you know, just totally fools your eye. It's like those CG Planet of the Ages movies, it's like, how can you be more real than that? It's right. like, but people still love stop motion. You know, it's just... It Yeah. Well, it's um, like, yeah. I'm, 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 oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, no. Uh, I was just going to say it's like that with oil painting. Yeah. It's like oil painting is totally not... There's no point to it because, you know, they say that, you know painting died when photography came around it's like okay whatever maybe that's true but it's still okay. i'm still able to make a living making oil paintings it's like this yeah. archaic thing there's still people that do it
1: yeah i mean it'll be interesting because i can definitely see the way ai is like destroyed um the possibility of it's, it's like 99 of stuff is 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 like not so great right and ai can totally do a lot of that stuff you, you know, know? And the problem is you kind of need this wider industry for those like little gems to be able to even exist, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, and that's what I'm worried about. But yeah, definitely like when it comes to really great stuff, I, I don't think AI can do it, you know, but um,
0: yeah. <clears throat> well, maybe there, there, you know, there, there may be a day where you'll be able to make a movie by describing it to AI.
1: Oh, they're really talking about that. I...
0: I've seen some samples. It's like, it's kind of amazing. Like they're, they're doing some stuff where they're, there's some video going around and I'm not, I don't know if it's real, but I think it's real where they're like a guy's walking through a bunch of rooms, like with his camera, mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. phone, and he's just walking and he keeps changing to different characters, AI, and, uh, and the background changes. And it's like, there's, it's not perfect, but it looks kind of pretty amazing really. So okay. it's bad on one hand.
1: I mean, it's fascinating, but it's um, also like terrifying, you know? It's yeah. Like- yeah.
0: But on the other hand, you could, if in theory, you could make a movie just you Yeah. coming up with right. the idea and it's all, and then it becomes all about the idea being really cool, you know?
1: Yeah. I I get it, but it's just like, to me, like like you were saying, it's like it's the process of doing these things. Yeah, that I, I
0: know. Do. Well, that's why. It, I, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. why I can't get into the AI art that much. Yeah, because it's like that's that takes about the fun part, and it's like you know, people who do it, more power to you. Aside from the fact that everything was kind of ripped off and trained, it was all it was trained on without yeah. artist permission. Yeah. I think that's bad. But taking that out of the equation, I wouldn't be satisfied just making it yeah. by typing words but yeah it's yeah. not my idea of fun
1: it's like when i was a kid and there's some awesome toy i really wanted when i finally got it it just was like i would it wasn't didn't really please me the way if i had just made a much crappier thing by myself right you know? yeah yeah it's just like this crappy thing but it's my crappy thing you know and, yeah. and <laughs> you know, like however cool like this toy was it's just it's some someone else made it. I can't get any satisfaction out of that.
0: Yeah, it's almost AI is almost like having an artist and you're telling the artist what to draw.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like that's I could see that would be practical if you're art directing someone and they're making something for you and you can't do everything. But as an artist, yeah. you want to make the thing.
1: Yeah, you wanna make you want to do it. You know it's that's like, the fun
0: part. That's the whole reason. It's not for the final image. It's for the making of it, the process.
1: I never realized how how true that is to me until like this recent Palooza where I just sold a bunch of stuff I had, like just to make space in my house, you know, it's just uh-huh. like, this is like, I was totally okay with just getting rid of it, you know, cause it's like, I've done it, you know, it's yeah, like, that was the fun part. And...
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. It's like, it's the process. It's all about the process. And once I'm done, I just want to, I want to do something else. It's not like I sit and stare at it, you know what I mean? It's.
1: <laughs> that'd be so weird
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, some i know there are artists who just have trouble parting with their work and like are really attached to it but i've never really i
1: had trouble parting with this the big dragon i made because i just spent so much time making and i couldn't um part with it at a reasonable or not a reasonable but like a price that somebody wouldn't like vomit like if they heard you know so <laughs> yeah uh that's that was my issue with that but I, I don't think i was like precious about it though you know it's yeah. um but yeah, um, yeah, it's a it's a weird time because I feel really optimistic. Like I'm really excited about my, uh, I've never been more excited about making art and ideas and I, I'm better at doing it than I've ever been before. But it's also like we're in this time where there's like AI art like breathing down your neck and then there's like all this political shit that's like scary. and
0: Yeah, I know.
1: I just don't know what the fuck is going to happen. And it's just like, I'm just, it's like, thankfully I'm busy, you know, and, and yeah. I'm I can't think too much about
0: it. You know? Well, yeah, I I feel like it's the it's the it's there's never been a better time to be, to branch out on your own and be an artist. Just be an artist, creating your own work because everything else is so fucked up. Because yeah. there's no like there's no jobs anymore where you, you know that that's not even an option yeah. to have a job that's going to take care of yeah. you until you retire. That's out of the yeah, that's
1: even all like the response you know it's so called you know right straight lace jobs that people would take, uh they're like uh, possibly on the chopping yeah, block. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's like technology so, th- and stuff.
0: so that's not even an option really anymore.
1: You may as well do what you want, you exactly. know, equally unemployed.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like everything's fucked up for everybody and there's nothing there's no there are no assurances. Everything's yeah, chaotic. Absolutely. So what else are <laughs> you gonna it's like the only thing that makes sense is to kind of do your own thing at this point.
1: <laughs> it's just like like, my my feeling is like life has no discernible meaning, so you may as well do make it whatever you want, you know, because it's yeah, like you make the meaning, it's just you know, you live and you die, and you just may as well do something you want to do in the meantime, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, um, yeah,
0: I mean, if yeah, yeah, you got to give your life meaning, you got you give you bring the meaning to your life, and yeah. uh, that's if you're an artist, that's what gives your life meaning creating artwork (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so i think i I think it's great i think your patreon um will be successful i think it's great that uh, you're doing it
1: yeah thank you i i I hope so Um, i mean uh, again i just want to say i really appreciate everyone who (laughs) they might be listening to this so i want to say uh, thank you for joining i hope more people do Um, yes
0: you should join everybody out there that is on my patreon dark art society patreon you should do it you should do it uh, yeah. yeah yeah i mean i i, I support as many as I, I support way too many like i have to i have to like cut some <laughs> down yeah
1: no yeah well like like no no worries if you don't end up supporting mine because I, I just <laughs> like i get it i'm just like you know
0: <laughs> yeah no 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 but i i i uh um, I, I just it's like i can't i just i think it's to me, it's like, it comes out of my Patreon money. Yeah,
1: yeah. And absolutely. it's like, I'm making enough
0: to where it's like, you know, a hundred, I don't know what it is. It ends up being like 160 bucks. Maybe I'm spending, I'm supporting a lot of Patreons. It's like, okay, that's just comes out of, I'm not, I'm not making 10 grand, but I'm making enough to like pay my mortgage and a few bills, which is
1: cool. Yep. Yeah, and, no, that's good.
0: And put back that's into other people's Patreons easy. and, um. That's good. I believe in the platform so I want to support it too. And they're all artists that I believe in and they're also my friends, you know? Yeah. So it's like we're all kind of helping each other. Um So yeah, I, I think it's the way. It's the the future, really. Oh. oh oh oh, the other thing is all the stuff that I've only posted on my Patreon. Mm-hmm. I I looked it up in uh the AI you can do the AI
1: lookup. I think I remember you posting something about this. Yeah, it's like it's a, it's a paywall, right? And it kind of protects yeah, you. From a- yeah, yeah. So none
0: of, none of the stuff that was just on my Patreon mm-hmm. is is showing up in the AI models, which is pretty cool.
1: The problem for me is I still have to um, put stuff up on Facebook and stuff because otherwise people won't know about about me. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah.
0: I do too. I do too. It's, yeah. it's part of it, but you know, I've, I show everything I'm working on on Patreon. And I yeah. don't have to show everything. Usually what I show on my social media now, because I'm trying to get people to the Patreon, is like I just show finished.
1: Yeah, me, me, that's what, Stand, I'm standout, I'm sure what I'm doing too.
0: Finished standout pieces. But there's all kinds yeah. of other stuff that are like studies that Yeah. That I don't necessarily show outside of Patreon or yeah, totally. time lapses or whatever. So, so <laughs> that's kind of an added bonus though. It's just, even though it doesn't really matter, I don't think in the grand scheme of things, it's still kind of cool that you didn't you didn't train ai to to work away from you oh
1: it'll find a way you know
0: that's the thing it's like people can just take your art and make models based on your art like i've seen one of mine on on, and they sell them the the ai models that you can download but but they look like shit the ones that the one for mine will look terrible it looked terrible. The samples they had.
1: I gotta say, the AI are like they seem to do certain styles very well, like the like the N.C. Wyatt kind of stuff, and in the uh, like uh, uh what's this like John Singer Sargent type, you know, like oil painting type mm-hmm. stuff, They're kind of photorealistic.
0: Yeah, and stuff so, they
1: do. Yeah, they do real well. But like, imagine I don't know, can it do like a um. A more graphic, like, imagine, like, someone like, um, I don't know, like, Arthur Rackham or, like, uh Gerald Scarfe or someone, someone like that. Yeah,
0: like- I'm not, I haven't, I haven't seen any like that, but, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of really amazing stuff,
1: um, it's like shockingly. It's like I can't help but be impressed, but it is like yeah, very disturbing. You know. Um, Have you
0: seen Dougie Pledger? Dougie. Yeah, I've seen that, that stuff. Like, unbelievable.
1: Yeah. And then yeah, Tim, no, Tim but-
0: Malloy is doing uh, amazing stuff too. See, it's. I think it it is exciting to me. Just trying to take the you know, all the moral issues out of it and just look at it as a technology. It is exciting to me. The idea. That you could use it as a tool, as a, as a tool like Photoshop yeah. or anything as other, other any any other tool that you'd use, and like
1: you know, it's at the end product, right? Like where you're kind of.
0: It would be handy for me to be like, oh, I need a cool f- flying bat for the background, and so um, instead of like trying to find a picture online that really isn't mine anyway, you know, it's not. People steal pictures for paintings yeah. on the internet all the time uh i could just go okay and kind of make it in uh, mid-journey or whatever and then use it for one of my paintings or some reference of something or a background or a landscape that is not it's like, like that important to the painting but i need it Yeah, you know yeah
1: totally it's like the thing is like in the perfect world that's what we would be using it right for, you know? but it, we live in a world where like these um, bastards are just going to like, Oh, I don't have to paint them at all. Yeah. I'm just going to have like yeah, yeah, It's yeah. an artist at all. I mean, you know, uh, I can just get an image, uh, for free and no one cares. It's just something to grace to cover with. And, you know, so yeah, yeah the way it, things work out, I feel like you just end up getting screwed, but, um,
0: yeah, the problem is scummy business people
1: they ruin everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. I,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, I gotta ask, I mean, I, I know we're going kind of long, but I, I just want to ask one question. Um, you know how like everything feels like it's uh, uh, like you were saying before, like uh, nothing's guaranteed anymore and, or you feel like, like when I was growing up, I felt like okay, well, when I grow up, I mean, if I do well, I'll be like my parents and at least have a house. Yeah, you right. Yeah, uh, we'll have a certain degree of like safety security. and you know security. Yeah, exactly. Like um, guaranteed more or less. I just play your cards right, to be all right. Right. And now it's like okay, AI is taking over a lot of people's jobs. Futures uncertain. There's also like we're sliding into you know fascism. Yeah, you know, yeah, fascism. Yeah, and it, it's all there's no guarantee that like the things we took for granted are. was that always, is this new? Like, is this, I think, yeah, I think it's new,
0: <clears throat> but it's like, <clears throat> I, cause when I was a kid and this is like the early seventies, we had health insurance. We had dental insurance. We all went mm-hmm. and got our regular dental checkups because my dad had insurance. He worked on a tugboat. It's like we, he had a ho- he was able to buy a house and support a family and uh, <clears throat> it's just like it's in my lifetime it's just slowly gotten worse and worse uh, <laughs> uh, but so yeah I think it is I think it, it's uh, it's just the end result of the way it's kind of been going not to say have you heard that whole fourth turning thing Have you heard about the fourth turning
1: no i I don't know what that is i'll send
0: you a link because it's like these guys did this um uh i'll send you a link because it kind of makes you feel a little better because basically according to this theory we've got about another seven years of chaos and then everything is gonna flip and it's not crazy it's not like crazy woo woo stuff it's like these guys studied history and they found they found that there were like 80 to 90 year cycles that that were divided up in four roughly four parts first part was like a new beginning everything's kind of cool then the second part things start to change third part blah blah fourth part is chaos and everything's kind of disintegrating right before it flips again and starts over this cycle where
1: things are i just worry that the stable phase is just going to be some authoritarian state (laughs) you know yeah well nothing's (laughs) happening because everything sucks you know
0: right Well, Um, I'll send you this video because it's a really good explanation. It kind of like kind of makes it feel like it's 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 sort of like it's going to get worse and then it's going to get so bad that it kind of has to follow this cycle again. And which is like a lot of old things are going to get destroyed and yeah, and it's going to start new and there's going to be a new a new kind of beginning, which is a good positive thing. But I don't know. I'm glad we. I'm glad I live in California. That's all I have to say, man. If I was in, yeah,
1: the, yeah, uh, me too. Except, except now we have forest fires and earthquakes and stuff. That's and, true. That's and, true. And we'll be the first to feel climate change. That's affects.
0: true. But we had like a really wet summer, which or uh, it
1: no, it was a very nice winter we had, and, yeah, and yeah. even now it's not that bad right now. You know, yeah,
0: I know. That they're saying. I heard something on the radio saying that like because we had such a wet winter that. um the fire season is already late it could have started in uh uh it was supposed they were saying it could have started in march and they're saying okay. it's probably not going to start until um august so it's like it's i
1: really enjoyed these last few months i love the rainy i know <laughs> it's great
0: <laughs> it's been great so there i mean and that's like kind of an upside to chaos is Sure, everything is super chaotic and crazy, but it does but that also can work for you sometimes.
1: Yeah, you yeah. Know what I right. mean, like for example, we had
0: like a really great w- rainy winter and it's like that's why you know, I don't see things as necessarily getting worse is I see it as like they're just going to keep getting weirder and crazier. <laughs> you know, and more chaotic, <laughs> but not necessarily like specifically, although I think bad things you know you you see there's like crazy shits going on um but that's why it's like it's so chaotic that i don't feel like any anybody can win like the (laughs) like the 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 crazy hardcore like fascist people it's like
1: yeah, it's they're too, not going to come out on top either. Yes, yeah, too it's,
0: it's too chaotic to control. It's like That's, no, no that I never it. thought
1: of that. It's like yeah, no, everyone kind of loses a little bit. You know, it's right. Just like, there's no there, there's, which means everyone kind of wins a little bit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like there's no. It's so chaotic that nobody can control it. So, you know, it's and it's hopeful in that way. You know that like even if even if like a even if things became like, imagine, okay, things get super authoritarian or fascist, fascistic. It's like, good luck trying to control everything. You know, that's just, like, yeah. I don't, it's like, and also, yeah, the other,
1: we're all way too spoiled with, with freedom and democracy. So, right. you know, fuck you, you know, it's like,
0: <laughs> and the other thing is every, the other thing that gives me some sort of comfort is that everything's moving faster and faster. And so, yeah periods of turmoil i think will also be short it seems like everything's speeding up and the time periods when things happen like for example like the the period of civil unrest during the civil war seems like probably it lasted a lot longer back in the day when everything was slower and there wasn't mass communication and now everything happens so fast that even the turmoil that happens uh is, is happening in shorter periods it seems like maybe yeah i don't know that's what i uh, t- tell myself anyway.
1: <laughs> well that's the that's a glass half full but the glass half empties we'll just get into the next period of chaos right like,
0: right true
1: and then we won't even know we're out of it because it'll just keep
0: but yeah but uh i'll i'll, I'll say the the, the one I'll, I'll well we can close with this i will say the the uh the best way to deal with it, I think, is the, the Zen kind of Zen, uh, way, which is like, I, I remember hearing Alan Watts talking about martial arts, Alan Watts, like, a, I don't know if you heard his stuff, but he's like a, a Zen philosopher from sixties, fifties, sixties, seventies. Um, mm. the, his talks are all amazing. It's, they're amazing, amazing. And, um. He was talking about, I forget, some martial art, like judo or some, some martial art. And he was saying like, the way that you do this martial art is the way that you should live your life, which is you don't anticipate anything coming from any direction. So you're, you're fully grounded in the center and not expecting, you're not anticipating something coming at you from like the front or the back or the side or the right. You're, 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 you're not expecting, you're not Expecting it to come from one place specifically. So, therefore, you're like centered and grounded for and able to adapt when it comes to you from any angle because you're not anticipating where things are coming from. And that's kind of the way you should live your life is like not anticipating anything specific and flowing with it. Whatever comes up, you just kind of surf it
1: yep i think that's right <laughs> you know
0: and it's like all you can do anyway it's like you could fight against it but you're not gonna win that fight <laughs> it's like you can't
1: yeah, yeah no that's a huge
0: thing so you might as well try and like surf it yeah
1: yeah yeah don't you know? go, go with it rather than against it yeah
0: or at least I, yeah just like kind of adapt in, uh, in a way that you that in a way that makes sense to you adapt
1: it's the trick is finding a way that makes sense for you, you know, yeah. like, like, again, sorry, but with AIR, it's like, I've got to find some way to live with it, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause it's, it's here. Like, yeah. You can't
1: stop it's it. It's not right. going away. You know, it's like, it's just going to be like CG hair. It's just going to get better and better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Now you can like comb it and make hairstyles with it. I remember when it was like, <laughs> boink. Yeah. So. Well, that was a great conversation. I, that was uh, uh, thanks again for for coming thank on. You. And then, what tell people your um uh, your address again? It's it was uh
1: okay. Uh, Patreon. So let me let me give you my Instagram and Facebook and all that. Yeah, so my. I'll put
0: that on the. I'll put it in the body of the, of the text as well.
1: Oh sure, great. But um, me. so the uh the Instagram is at David Mang Artworks. That's with an S. Okay. Um, my Facebook, I think. I think the address is david.mang.121 and the Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Mang Mang Monsters, and, M-E-N-G.
0: Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, everybody go and join David's Patreon. Here's the thing about Patreons too. Aside from the fact that you can do one week for free now to check it out, you can also join for a month or two and then... Leave it if you if you if you can't afford it, and then come back yeah, when you can absolutely. afford it. That's what's cool about Patreon is you don't have to be like you know stuck. You can jump around on different ones, and yeah. you can. It's easy to just yeah, to totally. pause it, like, it or just and to start it again.
1: Yeah, it's like it's it's like weird times, so I totally get it. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like we all get it.
0: Yeah, right? so totally. Yeah, we're artists. We get it better than anybody, really, because <laughs> <laughs> we're always having to struggle. With...
1: We're are pure chaos. Yes. So we get <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, well don't hang up. Um, okay. stay on the line and then uh, just say goodbye
1: to everybody. We'll say goodbye to the audience. Bye everyone. thanks for listening. Um, it's great great talking to you Chad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See you everybody.